What's up, Raider Nation? We are back with Real Talk, and I have with me Joy Taylor. Joy, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. And, you know, it's been a crazy week, obviously, especially with um, everything that's been happening. One thing I want to talk to you about was uh, the Derek Carr benching. You know, the the there's been a lot of reports going around that, you know, the Raiders uh, have benched him, plan to move on from him. Um, and I saw that you were speaking about it on your show, Speak. And I wanted to see uh, just some to elaborate a little bit more on your thoughts about it. Well, I think I think the story of Derek Carr is very interesting, right? Like mm-hmm. the journey that Derek Carr has taken with the Raiders has been quite tumultuous. <laughs> yeah. He's been through a lot. Derek Carr. I understand this season was very disappointing, uh, not just for Raiders fans, honestly, I think for NFL fans, because overall we expected that division to be the most competitive that we've seen in a very long time. And when you just look at the talent and specifically the talent at the quarterback position, we were going into the season saying some pretty outlandish things about that division. Uh, Now, two of the teams have lived up to the hype. I, I think the Chargers, uh, making the playoffs at, at the very least is is a is a step in the right direction, and of course the Chiefs um, didn't miss a beat, but the Broncos and the Raiders were were very disappointing, and I, I think that it's it makes sense from a financial standpoint for the Raiders to bench mm-hmm. Derek Carr if they're planning on moving on from him next year. You don't want to get yourself tied into a thirty three million dollar guaranteed contract if you don't want mm-hmm. him there. Um. And it, it makes sense if you want to kind of sever ties with Derek Carr in general. The, the way I see it, though, is Derek Carr has been the only steady thing with the Raiders since he's been there. There's mm-hmm. been a hell of a lot of incidents <laughs> with the Raiders, way yeah. too many to list, that he has had to deal with. He's had to deal with a lot of turnover with teammates. He's had to deal with a ton of turnover at the coaching position six since he's been there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, some were interim, but regardless, that's been the situation. And while I think this year has been wildly disappointing, I don't know that Josh McDaniels has done anything in his career to have earned the benefit of the doubt over Derek Carr. Now, of course, I think we can safely assume since they're trying to save money with Derek Carr, that they're also not interested in paying Josh McDaniels not to coach the Raiders. So from a financial standpoint, which is obviously something that the Raiders have to consider, they're going to move forward with Josh McDaniels and start anew. I think in general, Derek Carr is a lot better than people give him credit for. And this last season, because it's been so bad and he hasn't played the best, that it's made it a little bit easier for the Raiders to try and go in a different direction. I just don't know what the Raiders have done to earn anyone's confidence that moving on from Derek Carr is somehow going to put them in a better position that they've been in for the last nine years. Right. There's no, there's no clear plan. I think that that's where some, 
some of Raider Nation is divided, right? Some some of Raider Nation's happy, some of Raider Nation's upset. Um, but because there's no clear plan. You know that Joshua Daniels isn't most likely going to get a rookie quarterback. He, he's not going to have that long of a leash. Um, so the, the plan is probably to bring in a veteran. Now, is there a veteran who can be as good or or better than Derek Carr? That's the question. The The other question is, it is kind of a two-part question, is where do you see Derek Carr going from here? And what would be a good fit for him? Well, the first, the first part of your question, who's going to come in, that's sort of what makes this whole situation very squirrely to me. If you mm-hmm. were going to go with a rookie quarterback, try and you know move up in the drafts and get a rookie quarterback, that would actually make sense to me because you're you're actually rebooting the organization. Who are you bringing in that's going to be available that is that much better than Derek Carr? Obviously, to put the tinfoil hat on, Brady. Um, And as much as I refuse to slander Tom Brady, they haven't had the best year. And that's a place that he's used to now. Mm -hmm. So if you bring in Tom Brady, okay, you'll have all of our interests. I don't know why Tom Brady would go there, but stranger things have happened. (laughs) Outside of Tom Brady, let's assume that that's, you know, some sort of conspiracy theory and not going to happen. Who are you bringing in to replace Derek Carr? that's inspiring Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo was available to the whole league at the beginning of this season. Right. And nobody wanted him, and he's hurt again. So, okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't know that that's like a drastic move. That feels very lateral to me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why Aaron Rodgers would leave green Bay for the Raiders. Devontae Adams, like, I don't, I, okay. He's getting $50 million in Green Bay. I'm not leaving right. Green Bay in $50 million. They'd have to trade so much to get him. They'd get whatever they have. It just doesn't make sense. Like, I, I need I need plans that actually make sense right. in order for me to get behind this move being a smart move, anything other than drastic, and something that's going to inspire me to think that the Raiders actually have a plan. As far as where Derek Carr is going to end up, I think he's going to have a lot of suitors because there are a lot of teams that are in kind of a weird in-between position where they're not bad enough to be at the top of the draft, which, by the way, doesn't have that many top-level quarterbacks in it to begin with. There's really only two that anyone's really excited about, and they still have questions as well. So this isn't a quarterback-heavy draft to begin with. Um, So there's a lot of teams that are just right there, Carolina, uh, Washington, the New York Giants, the New York Jets. Uh, obviously, if the Bucks move on from Tom Brady, they're going to be in a position to need a quarterback. We don't know what's going on in Tennessee, as we saw last night. Are they going to stick with Ryan Tannehill, or are they going to try something new? They don't really know what they have in Malik Willis and, and Dobbs. So there's a lot of teams that are sort of on that bubble of maybe we need a change at quarterback, or we need a quarterback, or we're in the, in, in the postseason, but we don't have our guy. I think he's going to have a lot of suitors and I'm actually excited to see what he does somewhere else because I've always felt like he's been a little bit behind the curve with dealing with everything that the organization throws at him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all of us know this, if you have worked in a dysfunctional place or you've worked in a place where there's always something going on, it's so much harder to just do your job because you aren't just doing your job. You're dealing with whatever's going on today and, 
whatever you have to overcome on top of trying to be better. And in the NFL or in any professional sport, it's very difficult to do because you're trying to be great at something that only a few people on earth can even do. So there's a lot of pressures, a lot of expectations, and you're dealing with things that are completely out of your control. It's exhausting. So I, I'm interested to see where he ends up. I, I my personal, uh, not you know, I don't I don't think it would be great because you know obviously I'm a Dolphins fan, but I'd I'd like to see what he does, what what he would do if he ended up with the Jets. I think the Jets are a very interesting place for Derek Carr. Yeah, that's something I thought of too. Is because you know he has obviously the no trade clause. Um, he really holds he really holds control of the cards right now. He can force the Raiders to release him. He can basically veto any suitor. Um, so I'm interested in seeing that, but I, I do think that the Jets would be a great fit for him. Uh, Robert Sala has a great team over there, uh, especially defensively. And Derek Carr has never had a good defense. You know, the best defense he had was top was in the mid twenties in 2016. And we all know what happened there. And so it'd be very interesting to see what would happen with him and that, because, you know, Zach Wilson obviously isn't the guy and Zach Wilson has already lost the locker room and they need a leader. They need somebody who in New York would be somebody who can, who can take control, who can deal with the media. And we've already, we've already shown that, that Derek can do that. He can handle that. He can weather pretty much any storm. Um, so I think that that's, I think that would be a good look, but yeah, it would be bad for your dolphins. <laughs> um, that's, that said, you know, I know you gotta, you gotta get going pretty soon, but um, you know, how do you think of the way the Raiders handled the situation, sending him home for, you know, for the final two weeks to not be a distraction? Um, I know a lot of people are, are kind of back and forth on it. Um, I look at it as, you know, kind of a, a slap in the face for somebody who's, you know, the leader in the organization in yards and completions and touchdowns, um, second in, in, in wins. Um, but, but how do you look at it from, from the outside? Yeah, I think it's pretty disrespectful. I, I don't, it doesn't surprise me. Um, I think that the Raiders brands is, is bigger than the reality of the Raiders at this point, if that makes sense. Like the Raiders have a great brand. They have a great fan base, a great history. They're very much a fabric of the, of the history of the NFL, but lately it's just been disappointing. And I, I I can't say that I'm surprised at, at, at how they handled this, and it's it's unfortunate because he has been such a good representative for the team. He's he's been steady. He's been a great leader. Dude cares, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't argue that he cares. Whatever your beef is with him, if he's not good enough or whatever, you can't you can't say he's not trying. And that's not you can't say that for everybody. Right. <laughs> that is something. Um, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a reality of the cutthroat nature of the business. And it's always, a, in some ways, a, a good reminder that you shouldn't be too attached to a situation or an organization, because at the end of the day, they're going to pick what's best for them whenever mm-hmm. they want to. And I, I always say there's no loyalty in professional sports. There's loyalty from fans. And that's it. There's no yeah. loyalty between players and organizations and organizations and players and coaches and front offices. And like, that's just something that is sold to sell tickets and to sell fandom. Fans are loyal. Everyone else is working for a living. Yeah. And I think it's important to always keep that in mind in these businesses that th- when they're done with you, they're done with you. And it sucks. It sucks for players because that's not inspiring. You know, like that's not, yeah. that's not a way that, that to get you to go out there and put your body on and on the line and risk, you know, 
injury and all kinds of other things when you know at any moment this organization is going to do what's best for them. I, I wish they had handled it differently. It doesn't surprise me, but, you know, I, I think, and I'm not a Raiders fan, obviously. I, I've followed Derek Carr's whole career, and I, I think – I think he's better than what he has been able to show. And I don't think he gets the passes or the excuses that some other players get, you know, like you mentioned, when has he ever had a defense? I mean, we bring that up with all kinds of other quarterbacks. Well, they don't have a defense. Well, they've never had a top 10 this and they've never had a top 10 that. (laughs) He's dealing with a new coach every single year. He's never had a defense that's been able to stop anybody. I, I, I really am. I'm excited to see what he does somewhere else. Not because I'm rooting for the Raiders to be wrong, but I just think it's, I think it's cool for fans that we're going to actually get to play the what if game. Like we got to do this with Tom Brady. We always wondered like, what would he be without Bill Belichick? And what would Belichick be without Tom Brady? Well, now we're getting to see (laughs) what that is. We got to see what it looked like. What would Matthew Stafford be if he got away from the lions? Well, he's a Super Bowl winner is, is what he is after never having won a playoff game in his career. So I think it's exciting that we're in a space in the NFL where there are quarterbacks moving the, the mobility of quarterbacks around teams is, is really exciting for, for fans. And we get to play out some of these, what ifs and these scenarios that we argue about on shows and, you know, amongst each other all the time. So we'll see, we'll see what the Raiders do. Um, I, I, like I, I'm interested. Raiders fans are very split on this. I, I feel mm-hmm. like some Raiders fans are really disappointed in how it's gone down, and some Raiders fans are like just excited to see something new. I just would caution people, and I said this on the herd yesterday, to, to be careful about getting on that that quarterback carousel. The yeah. grass is not always greener. Look at the Commanders. Nobody wanted to pay Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was not good enough. He wasn't a guy that could get you to the Super Bowl. He, he was just good enough to win games, but not the big game. Well, he's they've had 11 <laughs> starting quarterbacks since he's left, and he's doing all right in Minnesota yeah. now that he's got an offensive coach and a big-time player, which every quarterback needs, in Justin Jefferson. So I just would be – I'd be cautious to say we can find something better uh, instead of digging in and trying to fix the problems that you already have in house, but we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna get to see how this plays out because it looks like Derek Carr is gonna be moving on from the Raiders. Yeah, and like you said, we'll see and we'll see what happens and hopefully it all works out for both sides. You know, obviously as a Raider fan, I'm gonna support whoever is under center. I just want to win, and you know, at the same time, I want to see my guy do well. So you know, if Derek goes somewhere else and does well, then then more power to him. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Joy, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.